property. What's up, everybody? It's Christopher Terrence Jones. How are you doing? Welcome to another episode of the Fellas Point of View Podcast with the amazing Lamont and Fernando. They are here and How ready to rumble. Yeah, they flew us in. They flew us in for this one. Flew us in. Baby, we need to fly everybody in for this one. <laughs> so what's been going on, Lamont? Oh, my goodness. Uh, not too much, a little bit. Had a little bit of a working weekend. There was other Pride events going on. I did not attend, but my better half did, and he said they were very well attended. So that's how that goes. So if you just become a workaholic, that's all you do nowadays? Well, you know, when you got bills and things to pay off, you know, we're we're doing some trips and things. So he's already paid his portion. <laughs> Oh, oh! I'm playing catch up. It's your portion that ain't been paid. This is my portion, exactly. So I'm almost done. We're headed to DC at the end of the month. So, yes, we're looking forward to traveling this summer. Yay! Yay. And yes, I think I am. I think I'm going to be joining you in DC. I think I'm coming. I'm 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 on the fence right now, as uh, so I'm on the fence. But uh, okay, come on. I think I'll be joining you guys. Go, bitch. Come on, we have a wonderful six six bedroom house on seven point three acres of land that we're going to. Beautiful Fabulous. backyard, beautiful oh, garden area, and right by the Pittsburgh, uh River. Yes, it's going to be wonderful, wonderful vacation. I'm looking forward to it. The who river? Pensacola. That it's a little cool. small little river that runs between between um, Maryland and D.C. Or between Maryland and Virginia. Oh, more so than D.C. Okay, we know I've been out of school a long time because when you said Pensacola, I thought Florida. Right, me too. Oh, <laughs> no, okay, so I didn't feel bad. No, 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 you do not. You do not. When the lady said, oh, yeah, we're right by the Pensacola, Pensacola River, I said, Pensacola? I said, I'm going, to, I'm going to D.C., not Florida. She said, no, there's a Pensacola River. That, that's what it's called. It's named after George Pensacola. <laughs> oh. Learn something new every so day. I'll, I'll, I'll get the whole aspect of it. I'm going to go to a, their, their museum in Clinton, Maryland, when I get there so I can learn about the Pensacola River. <laughs> oh, hip dibbity do. Mm-hmm. Oh my, Fernando, yeah. you staking and staking over there. So what's going on with you? With me? Oh, oh, you was drinking something good. Was it a good shot? No, it was. <laughs> it was just some water and. Oh, and the water. devil! Yeah, was, I used to call it water too when I was in denial. But go ahead. I love. <laughs> I, you have no idea. I love water. I, I water, sparkling water, flavored water. I love it all. So, Fourth of July weekend. Uh, so Wednesday, I decided to go to a play party. Had fun there. Um, <laughs> okay, you you know you tried to slide past this stuff too fast. No, he didn't. We always retract. Remember, so I'm taking notes. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> okay. That was fun. Um, I met some new people, and that was um, quite pleasurable. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was great. Uh, I, I kind of needed that to realign my spine. 
Mm. Mm. There were some good ones there this time. I was like, yes, Jesus, go ahead and realign that spine. Oh, my. Mm. Go ahead and break that off. Okay. There were some hood dudes there. You know them hood dudes, they try, they try to break your back out. Of course they do. That's why they're called hoods. They, uh, they, and they were <laughs> under straight up. <laughs> Baby, they live up to their name, don't they? They under <laughs> straight up dark skin with the dreadlocks. Yes. Just okay. beat your head into the damn pillow. Uh, I have a question. Question yes, on the floor. My hand is up. Trust me, there's an answer. Come on. <laughs> Where do you find these functions at? Um, on different forums, um, the different chat forums that I go on. Um, hmm. I found this one. This one just so happens to be a friend of mine who has been doing this for about 10 years, 10 to 11 years now. Uh, he has a partner, they're both open. Um, they play together, they played separately. I've been with both of them. Um, it's and it's it's very it's very relaxing thing. There's a hot tub. It's a house. Um, uh, there's there's a, it's a, uh, it's a it's a big um, um, what do you call that potluck? So you can bring food. So and... approximately, how many people were there at this 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 at this? I guess I'll call it a soiree. It's called a gentleman's party. Oh, excuse me, a gentleman's party. Yeah, it does have a name. Yeah, it does yeah. have a name. And so, um, about 50 to 100. Huh? Yeah. Where the, where the hell was all... 50 to 100? Yeah, 50 to 100. I'm stuck there too, Lamont. Okay, so, you you know, yeah, poor thing. I know we have a topic, but we're not going to get to that because I want to know about this party. So, here's my question. Okay. Mattresses all over in every room or something like no, that? They're, Give they're, us details. There's three, there's three bedrooms. There's, uh, there's a two-story okay. house. Uh, there's a hot tub outside. There's three bedrooms, and it's just regular bedrooms, like with beds and regular beds and whatnot in it. Uh, there's big giant canisters with, uh, with lubricant and, uh, and condoms. Um, so you don't have to bring that. There's uh, plenty of it there. You don't, uh, you know, it's all donation based. Um, so uh, and then you donate so you can uh, pay for the uh, the maid service that comes in the next day and cleans the house and and whatnot because they don't do all they don't do all that cleaning. They too old for that. Um, um, so it's and it's pure around, around. They get men from all over the world. They get bisexual men. They get trisexual men. They get the most the most interesting guys have shown up there. They've they've quite they've grown quite a rolodex of men that has come to these parties. I mean, they both both of them have uh, you know both the husbands um, have worked in uh, you know nightclubs and whatnot around San Francisco. So they you know they kind of culminated a base of people, and it's just guys of different ages and shapes and sizes, and not. You know, I've met guys there that I never even thought I'd be interested in. I never thought God, there's guys that I never thought would be interested in me. Uh, and I'm like, it. You know, you leave yourself very vulnerable when you're going those places and you having all these people look at you and you don't know if people are interested in you or not interested in you, or you know who's gonna like what they see. You know, are they just judging you? You know, you don't know what that's like. You don't. You don't know what what you're getting yourself into, but. You find that you find that you connect with a lot more people than you think, and it, it is very enlightening experience for sure. So, does everyone turn in their phone when they first get there? Yeah, how do they? How do they... Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a set of rules. There's no phone. There's no phones or recordings. That is, that's a big no-no. No drugs. Okay. Otherwise, you would get, and that's all these offenses would get you kicked out, and you'll be knocked off the list. 
um, no drug use. Um, so um, you had to respect people's privacy. You cannot come in, come there drunk. I've watched people have been kicked out and then taken up the list before for being, coming there drunk. They're, they've had pro- people who have like you know we had to call an ambulance and we uh, and that's happened before. Uh, people just fainted or something like that. They get too hot or overheated. But typically, they have they have a, they typically. When I get it. The whole, that's why that's why the host when the host asks you for all your information before you actually get on the on the, uh, the RSVP list, they ask for your name and phone number and whatnot and your photograph. So you know they know who the spot you in the room and they can they, uh, they can go ahead and tell everybody to you know go shuffle off into the uh, out outside and let the uh, the ambulance people come in service them and they they'll go and like hide all the paraphernalia you know all the condoms and lubricant and whatnot and. And they, you know they they'll they'll do that for you. They're very discreet. This has been a very discreet party for, you know, like I said, for over twelve years. Jesus. So, do you sign any type of paperwork or anything to, in order to attend? Uh, no, no. You just you just uh, you just get on the email list. Hmm. Okay. And you get to see, and you get to get a you get a, a brand new password every month, and you get to see the guys who are going to be coming there. So you can pick and choose if you want to come there. If you don't like the crowd, you don't have to go. Wait oh, a minute. Do anything. You could just watch. Back up, back up. You get a, a email with everybody's pictures? Yep. Oh, Jesus. Hold me. Mm. Hold me, Jesus. So you actually have a preconceive of who you might want to connect with when you get there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you don't feel, if you're like, oh, I don't like this crowd, you don't have to, you don't have to show up. You're not obligated. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh, I, uh, I'm kind of speechless there. So, and this is an all-night function? Uh, from 7 o'clock to uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. Pretty much. Yeah, that's all night. Mm-hmm. Because if you stumble out at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're doing the walk of shame into your There's house. There's no shame in my walk. Actually, if you get there at 7 and don't leave till 3, you're the party host. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I mean, hey, let's call a spade a spade. Damn. <clears throat> I've, hmm. I've definitely been there at that time of the morning because I get because sometimes I just sit there talking to people. And we have such a long, nice conversation, and sometimes not even about sex. I usually I'm exhausted. I don't feel like having sex anymore, and I'm just sitting down talking to people, talking, eating all damn food. The food's so I sit down, eat the food. I eat all the damn food up, and uh, and, and just talk with people. So it's a very laid back atmosphere. So it's nobody's. It, it, if you don't feel the person, you just keep moving. Yep. So it's really like there was a scene in Noah's Ark where Noah went to this party, and he was looking for uh the other boy, and that's where he ended up sleeping Wade. with that boy with the no he wasn't not Wade but he was with, with the dreads right. He slept with the boy with the dreads, but he was looking for the Christian character, whoever Christian was. Oh yeah. I forget the name. Yeah. Alex. No, Ricky. Chan. Ricky. Ricky. He, was, he was looking for Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, look for Ricky. Okay. So have you did you you saw Noah's Ark, right, Fernando? Yeah. So it's like that. Pretty much. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And there there's a very safe, solid group of people and so it's upscale steam works. What's that? It's an upscale steam works. It's more of a house party version of Steamworks. 
Okay. Interesting. Because instead, instead of all the party queens and all of the body queens, these guys got beer guts. Maybe one day I can grow up. Mm-hmm. You never know who's going to touch you. <laughs> the thing is, is that my, my best friend, he he attends stuff like that. My friend Daryl, you know Daryl, Chris. Oh, yeah. Um, he attends, you know, a lot of the little social groups, sex parties and all this stuff, whatever. I tell them I always live vicariously through him. So, but um, I don't know. I, I for each his own thing. <laughs> I've, I've never been one to, to dibble and dabble in that. I stumbled across one one time in my early 20s and I didn't know what it was. I was invited by a guy I had met um, at a club one time and he said, you know, she she come check out this party that I go to on, on a Wednesday, Wednesday night in the middle of the week. And I said, okay, you know, cool or what have you. He said, you know, just dress, you know, loosely or whatever because, you know, it, it's an interesting group or whatever. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll go and check it out or whatever. And beautiful home up in, in the Hollywood Hills. And I walk in, you know, is David here? And he said, oh, yeah, he's back here, what have you. And I go back and he's back there, what have you. And, and we just start talking and what have you. And then I see these guys and they keep on walking past, going into this room that was like an outdoor kind of room where uh, it looked like, kind of like a glass house, you know, where you have plants and everything at, but they had curtains up where you couldn't really see. The curtains were like burgundy, but they had lights through it, and you could kind of see silhouettes of different men, but it didn't look like they were naked at the time. So about four cocktails later, <laughs> mm-hmm. me and David talking and everything like that, and he said, oh, well, you, you know, you want to go inside the uh, other room? And I said, oh, okay, you know, sure. I don't know what's going over here. <laughs> so I walk in there, and uh, he admits to try to take off my shirt. Ooh. And like I said, it was then the funny thing is the lights were pointed towards the walls, but there was no lights on the inside. So you really couldn't see people's faces all that well. It was dark. And so I knew it was him because you know he was right behind me. And so he's like, Here, you want to help me take you take this off? I said, Huh? Because we about to fruck. We about to fruck. Yeah. No, after, it's so funny when he said, you want me to help you take this off? And that's all of a sudden my ears started working. Hear me, sis. <laughs> my ears. <started laughs> and I hear, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Then my nose kicked in oh. and I'm smelling ass and <laughs> lube. And, and I said, he said, yeah. I said, are they fucking in this room? <laughs> People. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, know. I said, uh, honey, I don't group groups. I said, we can go back to your place or mine, take your pick, but uh-uh, that ain't going down here. And he said, oh, well, you know, I thought you were in the freaky. I said, I am in the freaky shit with the person I'm with, but not in a group group scene. And this is when somebody reached out and grabbed my dick. <laughs> and uh, I grabbed his hand with my nails. This is when I was rocking nails, ladies and gentlemen. And with my nails, he's like, oh, oh, oh. I said, if you don't get your fucking hands off my dick, you're not going to have a hand left. Because we're not. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Because we're not fucking. I don't know you. We're not fucking. Right. 
I'm standing up <laughs> in a room full of people fucking around me on three mattresses. That's why I asked you about the mattresses. On three mattresses. <laughs> by, now, by now, my vision has kicked in, kids. Yes, yes. And I'm like, okay. Yes, I said, uh-uh. So, so we left there and went back to his place. They had a fun little evening or what have you. And after that, I was like, well, you know, if you're into that type of scene, I'm really not into that. <laughs> I don't do groups. <laughs> at all so that's your thing he's like no no we're cool i said okay fine whatever we went on a couple more times after that but no after it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way with him kind of <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah it did rub whatever but yeah and for me it's just it's it's i i'm not i'm the polar opposite i'm you know I, it's very liberating to me i'm very comfortable with my sexuality i like People, I mm-hmm. like being watched. I don't mind being watched at all. I think I've I've had like guys guys uh, you know be inspired by watching me, have been turned on by watching me, have gotten off by watching me, and I don't mind it. And I I appreciate it because I, I you know I don't find myself this as this Adonis kind of beautiful man. I don't. So it's very I take it to heart when you know people find me that attractive that they that they you know would you know they could actually have an orgasm just looking at me that just turns me on i think that thing's beautiful and so you know i it, it's it's how i it's, it's it's how i connect with myself so it's, it's a different story for me where you know i connect with so many different people for so many different reasons and it just is it's how i celebrate my body and people celebrate their bodies in all different kinds of ways and and just me i'm just i'm just very comfortable in this in this lane of my sexuality and I'm very comfortable with sharing it with many people in that in that kind of setting. Um, I'm, I mean, I have all different kind of experiences, all different kind of personalities, all different types of you know connections. You know, it's it's been it's been a trip, you know, for sure. So I, you know, I, you know, I, I'm going, to, I'm planning on going to another event where it's going to be just like that, uh, except much, 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 much bigger. I guess for me. I am, I don't know, as, as, especially as I've gotten older and I've gotten thicker, I, I'm, I'm self-conscious about my body. So I, 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 I think it's just validating the way you're at. I can't do the group thing because I, I'm, I'm I, I, you'd be I surprised. Biggest, you'd I need be the biggest towel of life to cover myself up as it is. And I don't need everybody seeing that. You'd be surprised with how many men find you attractive, and how people are going to. I was just about to say the same thing. I mean, you, you, I mean, there's there's somebody for everybody, and so you'd be surprised at how many people would just, you know, they're looking for you. They ain't looking for the little skinny mini. They're not looking. They're not always looking for the skinny minis. And the the the, the right. buff body dudes is the first one that's looking mm-hmm. at you. But here's the thing. But see, so are they? Around. But are they looking just for the sex part? Or are they looking to date? So is both. This a, Huh? Both. I I have met I have met people at the party that have actually um uh, met uh, met and dating each other currently uh and they met from the party. They and, met by they met by actually screwing each other. They didn't even know each other's names and then they got each other's names and they started dating and it it's been four years. Wow. Again, it's not where you start, but it's where you finish. That's what I keep on yeah. saying. And it's, you finish. they're great guys. I've been with both of them. They're very nice guys and they're very fun, very 
very uh, pleasant. You know, they're not they they're not the perfect body kind of guys. They're kind of chubby, kind, you know, um, uh, guys. And I, they're great. They're super nice guys. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can we do a sidebar? Because there was a, there was a story that we needed to follow up with from last week that I just it just came to remembrance. Ha! Thank you for remembering. You went to see these two young men. That was the couple. We oh needed oh to, gosh! We oh, needed to follow up. They flaked out. <gasps> Damn so, it. we cast and grab our pearls at the same time? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I I made up for it. I did. When Lamont grabbed his pearls, I grabbed mine, honey. I made up for it. Oh, not a flake. That was the excuse for the flake, or did they just not show up? No, they flaked. Like they just like they uh, like they didn't respond back to me uh, after after we we started talking. Uh, like I think day before yesterday, and it was just like they was like, "Yeah, we're interested. Where you're at?" And I was like, "Okay, I'm over here." Uh, and they just didn't respond back after that. And I was like, "Whatever." So I was like, "I go by my business. I I, I instead of having two uh, uh, two tops, I had seven. Twenty. <laughs> I can't. I can't. There it is. Sure did. Oh my I, god. Okay. Okay. That was my sidebar because I needed to follow up with that story so that we could get that story continuing on. I had a. I got a. I got a. Um, an aspiring model. He's a white guy. Who, uh, oh my god! With a hurricane tongue. Oh. And. He said a hurricane tongue. And hurricane, then, you, know, you can call me slurricane. And then I got this last. Put your body in the spin, baby. Go ahead. I got this, uh, Domini- this Dominican uh, bisexual guy. And then who else did I have? Oh, this very, this very aggressive daddy. He was really hot. Mm. So uh, when um foot six. Oh my! And. So where was this? You say you've been climbing trees this weekend. He picked me up so easily. I was like, "Oh my god, am I that light?" Yep, you are to him. Right, <laughs> right on up. And he's like, "You're mine." I was like, "Oh fuck." Oh my. I he still did beat me like a freight train. So for those of you that are listening at home to this wonderful podcast, we thank you for listening because this we just get downright personal and give you the real. Honey. I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, it's not. I'm to be honest with you. This is like if you would have asked me this, you know, 15 years ago, I, I would have never talked about my sex life this openly. I, I did not. I, I told a story to somebody very recently. I, you know, I I did not see myself as attractive, you no know, beautiful, or even worthy of being being uh, sexually attracted to. And I mean, when I lived in Atlanta, I I I, I felt the worst of myself. I had you know men who would tease me, uh, you know, on, on a regular basis because I wasn't I wasn't black enough, I wasn't skinny enough, I wasn't thug enough, I wasn't I, I have a, I have a nice body. I I was never enough, and you know, guys would treat me treat me like less than. And and I accepted it in my life too. And I I was having sex for other people's pleasure and not for my own pleasure. And I stopped all that stuff. I stopped being the the, uh, the fat guy on his knees that's giving other men's pleasure. And I started having sex for my own pleasure. 
and I and, and I started to start to value myself, you know, physically and sexually, and start to get in tune with, you know, what it meant to me to be a sexual human being, and what it meant to be to be worthy of being pleasured in the way that I want, the way I demand. And and now I celebrate my sexuality in, in such a grand way, and I and I don't accept anything less in my life. If you come into me and you ain't doing it right in bed, I will stop, drop, and roll out. Oh my. I no longer have time to uh, to be teaching the world. I am not Michael Jackson. I will not teach the children. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Drop. Roll. Sure will. <laughs> roll out. Roll out. Like, all, like all these little twenty-some-year-old body queens that uh, they uh, they they be that they be coming at me talking about you wish you can have this and you, I don't want your big ass like. Baby, by the time I hit 50, you're going to be just just uh, being prominent enough to actually know what the fuck you're doing in bed. Because right now, you don't know squat to what I know in bed. You don't know a damn thing. So why the hell will I want to get with you when the only thing you know is how to is, is how to be a body queen? I ain't need all that. And it's so sad when you're wasting your time, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. They spend so much time just... Oh, I don't want. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like. Like, baby, while you sitting here on grinder at three o'clock in the morning, I'm on. I'm uh, like, I'm, I'm sitting here having having me a biscuit with a smile, and I've had mine all day, all night, all the time. Oh my! You hear me? I like when when you when some guys can sit here like you're looking at me like I'm the I'm the bitter trade in the box. And I'm like, you can, like I'm in bed happy. Why you sitting out here trying to find the Mr. <laughs> Mr. White Body, Mr. Too Cute for You, and uh, you know, no, I'm not doing all that. Not I'm, Mr. Too Cute for You. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Like you know what I'm talking about. You can go online, right? You can go not online at ten o'clock at night, and it'd be all the body queens with their abs showing, and they all online. But that's the, but all the big bitches are being bad sleep by now because they don't got some. <laughs> right. I'm about you to know, say they're recovering. The curvy, the curvy bitches done, done, done pop locked and dropped it already. Didn't sweat their damn hair out. They'd already had a, a, a fish box or some a biscuit by now. Had a sandwich and watching Golden Girls. Oh my. Because. There it because is. we're not trying to at a certain point in your life, you're not trying to impress all of you. You're just trying to impress the one that you with and what you got, and giving it to it right. And you're not focused on all other bullshit. Well, well, well. You in it for the real. And that was just July 5th, wasn't it? That you're exactly right. It was just July 5th. I, I, I it's that time of the year where I have a revolve, like things just revolve around me. It's okay. Well, baby, ladies and gentlemen, I lead a boring life. No apologies. <laughs> I make no apologies for it. I don't. Excuse me, you do what? I lead a Mr. Winery. I lead a I lead a really boring life. Oh, Mr. Winery, really? You live boring wine? I know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back Mr. to Mr. Dapper's his middle name, please. I'm gonna have to go back to the drawing board, baby. The Cause I gotta keep up. Cause I miss. I'm missing out on life. You better get yours. Now, one of these days, I had said that I would like to go experience one of those type of events. I don't know if I want to participate, but I do want to 
at least experience it once. I'll take you. So I'm not sure if I'm 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 not sure if I'm equipped with to participate. That's why I need to experience it at least once. You can see, smell. I don't need feel. to smell. And it just it just just smells like men. <laughs> so is the is the requirement that you have to be nude? No, you have to wear a towel at all times. Oh, beautiful! Um, see, I look crazy in a towel. You just have to wear a towel. Like you, like you can't go down on the main floor and be butt naked. That's a no no. But you can be on the uh, on the bedroom floors and just uh, you know take your towel off if you deem fit. But by the time you go to the main floor, you have to put the towel back on. Okay. Yeah. Because there's windows and, and you don't want the neighbors to be all scared. <laughs> what about it? My friend. The neighbors can well, see. Well, the windows are open. Uh-huh. Wait, but... The neighbors okay. are It's been going on for years. That's where that comes to me. It's like, the windows are open, but... Okay, so a, a the little, little low-back... Low Eight houses down is a swingers party, a straight swingers party that happens too. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not an uncommon thing in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the neighborhood. Welcome to the neighborhood. Exactly. Pretty much. And but you know what? You can call it whatever you want to, though. But I guarantee you, you walk out very satisfied and happy you did it. You don't know what part of your body needs correcting, but you know it's correct that night. <laughs> you like? Oh, thank mm. you, Jesus! I did not know I needed that popped. Needed that popped. Okay. Right, you just got your back <laughs> realigned. Your leg just uh, just just got re- uh, re- realigned. Now you can walk straight again. You got a high step. He's been healed. Do you know that one of my? I watched one of my friends get pummeled by this big muscular black dude. I'm talking about pump. I'm talking about like prison fucking. And you said the CO was it coming. It was like prison fucking. <laughs> and by the time he was done with him, my friend threw his towel on his uh, 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 over his shoulder and sashayed his way away. You, it changed his whole entire walk. You should have seen him. Uh, <laughs> that was amazing. He's like his. He was walking tall and proud after that one. Oh my! I I I, I would have to though because Andre oh, Andre know how to break your back out. Well, I need to stay away from mm. Andre. Andre oh Andre like Andre like older men. Point him out to me. <laughs> Point him Andre, out because I need Andre to stay likes away. older men. He likes them older and he likes them round. Hell. Mm. In the round phase, so make sure I stay away from him. Because he will break. You say more pushing for the cushion. He yes. will realign your spine. He is all muscle. More cushion for the pushing. Yes. yes. Go ahead, Andre. Every inch of his body is muscle. <laughs> and he hangs low. Mm. 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 Oh, my. He, ain't, he ain't no joke. He ain't. I've seen him perform. He's such a nice guy. He's looking to date somebody, too. He works for the Marriott. He's looking to date. <laughs> there it is. 
He's I'm a, in the corner hanging on to the wall because I didn't got scared. He's he's a gorgeous black man. He sure is. He got a a lightning a lightning white smile. Oof. Oh, those are my that's my weakness, damn it. And he and got and is. his and his butt can crack a walnut. <laughs> Them days is old. Crack crack. He those got days one of them. is over for me. He got the, he got one of the little narrow tight asses that you just mm, with the V shaped body. Jesus, I'm just saying. So all I'm saying, I, I got to get a life. I don't have a life. I'm, I'm just confused. If he met you, he'd be all up on you. Oh Lord, he you his type. Mm. Well, that's why we were supposed to be. Look, la- ladies and gentlemen, our topic for this evening was dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? You, oh. you see how I brought it back? You like that? <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of back there. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you share this podcast and you tell all your wonderful friends, this is not for everybody tonight. This is somebody you need. Sometimes you just need to get a revelation, and Fernando will always give you a revelation of what you need. Sometimes, I sure will. It, you're good, bad, or indifferent. You can love it or shove it. That's why he is Fernando. We gave him one name, baby. Because <laughs> all it takes is one. So. I, I mean, I guess I, uh, I, uh, 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 I'm just discombobulated. Well, let's talk about dating. Yeah, let's talk about dating. And I think, why not? So, am, you am don't I need ready? to talk about dating. You, you boot up. It doesn't matter, honey. There was a life before exactly. this life. Very true. <laughs> and very people true. need to hear his story. Of how he led to where he is now. I, that is true because I don't know how the hell to do it. I can't keep a man apparently. <laughs> it's a mindset thing. It really is. It really hurts my heart because I really do want to. I really do want to want a partner, and I do want to be married. And uh, why? Why? I I just I do I do want that. I want that in my life. I do want to share that that. That connection spiritually and uh, and emotionally with someone, and that, that level of intimacy that you just can't get with just someone you can hook up with. And you know, I, I want to connect with someone on a deeper level than just sex. Someone that you can walk in a room and they know they know what they they know what uh, you know what your mood is before you have to say a word. You just like okay, I know what he about he about today. That's you know that's when you love somebody when you can walk in a room and you know exactly what the hell's going on with them. They ain't gotta say nothing. Well, Lamont, we need you to tell us the story. <laughs> what part of the story do you want to hear? Pre let's, pre-married or, or married? Or a little bit of both. The journey too. The journey too. Let's talk about how you met, how the dating process started, and how you knew that he was the one. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. I had <laughs> Just got out of a four-year relationship with someone that was living in Indiana, and uh, it was a long distance. It was my second, no, actually my third long-distance relationship, and this particular relationship, I thought it was going to be the one because we had such a good spiritual connection, 
as well as a physical connection, as well as, you know, emotional connection or what have you. And we were talking about relocating to a different city and everything like that. And uh, it pretty much went awry. When it went awry, um, I have always been the one that likes to be in a relationship. I don't necessarily like to be single. And I didn't realize this until I was actually in the midst of uh, dating Lewis, my partner now, and I went to see a therapist um, in the meantime, which is an organization here in our city that offers different services and what have you, and we go to their uh, Tuesday meetings, they offered uh, counseling for people who are in the lifestyle or what have you, and they just you just want to come and speak to someone about you know certain issues that you might be having. And I didn't realize the fact that I am the type of person that has to have a particular person in their life. Not necessarily um, a fuck buddy or uh, 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 overnight friend or something like that, but actually a a relationship. And when I got out of the the four-year relationship with a guy from Indiana, I decided to give myself a break and just start dating, which is something I hadn't did since my 20s. (laughs) And I pretty much started with uh, all the little apps and stuff. I did, did some stuff on Grindr, did some stuff on Jack, did some stuff on Adam for Adam. And I was, you know, put, pretty much putting it out there that I was looking for an LTR, you know, long, long-term relationship. Uh, was getting to know, wanted to get to know somebody, everything like that. Had a couple of guys hit me up. And so when I got with Lewis, I was actually talking to two other guys. Oh. And it was pretty much a thing where the two other guys were in, one was in his fifties and one was in his late forties. I was in my early forties then, like 40, uh, I think I was like 40, 40, 41. And this guy was like 46, 47. And the other guy was like 52, 53. And they were like total opposites of each other which kind of attracted me because it was like, okay, how do I make this balance for me? And I knew what I was looking for, but I also was trying to date. (laughs) Hear me. I wasn't trying to get into another relationship and then go, you know, three, four, five years down the line, you know, I'm still with this person, what have you, and it's not working for me, but I like being with somebody so I didn't know how to move on. And that's that's what I was able to, to decipher doing the counseling that I'm the type of person who wants a relationship, but when it's over, I don't let it go. Mm. So back to these, these guys. So again, the four, the 46 year old, three year old dating them or what have you, again, they were totally opposites. The 46 year old was more so a working person who had time on the weekends to get with me or what have you. Um, it wasn't necessarily a sexual thing with him in the beginning. It was just more so we were getting to know each other. I think we had sex maybe once. And we met on Grinder. The other guy I met um, on Adam for Adam. He's 53. And it was pretty much a sexual thing. Now, this was also the time that I was going through dealing with my mom having Alzheimer's and I needed some type of frustration outlet because <laughs> it was wearing me thin on a daily basis. 
And so he was just listening here because he had dealt with his mother who had died a year or two before we met uh, from Alzheimer's. So he kind of knew what I was going through. He was kind of more of a counselor and then he got into a sexual thing, what have you. Sex was cool. Everything was cool. We, you know, we meshed and everything like that or what have you. And then when I made up the, the thing, I said, okay, well, you know, maybe I can have more of this too. Because forty six year old guy, he's not available. He's always working. He's a workaholic or whatever. Let me try something. This dude. So this guy was SSI. Didn't really have a job or whatever. He had had an injury to his job, so he was off work on disability SSI. And I made up the thing. Said, okay, well, why don't we go to the movies? I went to the movies, and he set a chair away from me. <laughs> and I was like, what's that about? It's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just more comfortable if I sit over here. And I'm like, okay. Then we tried to go to dinner. We couldn't come come to grips. This was a second date. We tried to go to dinner. Couldn't come to grips on, you know, trying to go to, you know, I wanted Chinese. He didn't want Chinese. I wanted American. He didn't want American. You know, we went back and forth. And I was like, you know what? This ain't really working. So... Again, 46-year-old hit me up. This was on a Friday. He hit me up. We got together on Saturday. Went out. And again, with a 46-year-old, we were pretty much in the music industry and everything. So we kind of had things on that level. And uh, But the the Monday through Friday thing, not being able to see him, not being able to get with him, I was trying to figure out, is this dude married or is he not married? But then he finally invited me to his house. And I didn't see any any indications that there was a woman or children or anything there. So I said, okay, it's not the marriage thing. He's just a workaholic. 53-year-old guy didn't want to do nothing but sit around, smoke weed, get high, drink, um, fuck, and that's about it. So, of course, that turned me off, or what have you. I go back on Adam for Adam. I hit up this guy who's in his early 30s. And it was going to be the youngest person I ever dated before. My guards was up like crazy because I've had friends who's dated somebody that was young, he was immature, didn't know how to act, uh, always run to the club, always doing things, what have you. We started talking, what have you, decided to get together, got together, uh, had sex, and our conversation was good, and it was different. And so I said, okay, what, you know, what's really going on? What have you? So again, I'm Wait. trying to suppress this. Yeah. Wait, y'all was fucking on the first date? Oh, yeah. Who don't? Honey, this gay lifestyle. <laughs> Let me raise Thank my damn hand then. Let me raise my hand because I'm still pure. Honey, even and breed, stay that way, please. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I am a dying Yeah. And, 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 and again, the first time was it was like we had been doing it for decades. That's how in tune we were with each other's bodies. Hmm. That was another thing that threw me off because I was like, this dude is young. How does he know this? <laughs> you know, this is this is shit that older dudes have done, you know, and everything like that. I said, this ain't making any sense. Okay. Do you remember, what I, said, remember my, uh, what I said about people's sexual history? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, are, you, but, are, you are a reflection of your sexual history. But the funny thing is, Fernando, to come to find out, you know, I found this out maybe on a third or fourth date, that they really didn't have that much of a gay sexual history. 
doesn't doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe four or five guys, and you know, been in relationships off and on with different people. The last one was twelve years, and you know, things like that. So it it was a it wasn't like there was a long history and you know everything like that. It was just that some people just know how to please people. <laughs> yeah, and 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 your 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 if your your history it, it can also teach you uh, you know how how to listen. Right. And exactly. sexually listening, uh, listening allows you to holistically connect with someone exactly where they're at. All right, holy. Yeah. So, so you know, my my experiences with Adam for Adam was, you know, if 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 I feel a connection, cool. If I don't, then you know, I screwed. We keep it moving. Right. So this time, I felt a connection, and so I reached out, which kind of threw him because he was like, "You reached out to me." And I'm like, yeah, I said, you know, I, I kind of, you know, felt a connection, what have you. And he's like, oh, well, that's funny because I did too. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, well, you want to go check out this play or something, you know? And then we went on from there, went to a date, what have you. And he's like, oh, no, we're just not going to take a, you know, go to play. I'm going to take you to dinner beforehand. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Said, oh, okay. Okay, that's it. Fine. So, yeah, let's go and went to dinner, went to the play, conversations to play, and everything like that, or what have you. Uh, went back to his place. No sex happened that night. It was just, you know, conversation, whatever. I left, went back home, found myself wanting to talk to him more. And it's pretty much went on from there. It was like, you know, we're having long conversations, we're going out, sex every now and then. But it was more so we were connecting outside of the bedroom, which is what I was looking for. Because, you know, with you know, as you guys know, with these sites or whatever, it could turn sexual, but then you don't know which way it's going. And you know, it's a whole lot of people saying they're looking for a long term relationship, but they're not really in a long term relationship, they're just looking for a fuck buddy. Right. But this turned into something that was totally different. Certain turned into something new, certain turned into something fresh that I hadn't been longing for ever since my heart was broken with Indiana. Yeah. So um, I knew he was the one when we decided to make plans on our very first trip to go to Las Vegas. And while we were on the way to Vegas, we were talking, what have you. And he was pretty much telling me a lot of intimate things about, you know, how his relationship was with his dad, with his mom and everything like this or whatever. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, you know, why is he telling me all this stuff? I mean, I'm like, well, you know, we're getting to know each other, but some shit you don't want people to know about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want you don't want folks to know. Oh, your daddy pulled a knife on your mama, and you saw them fighting, and all. You know, you know, some shit you just don't know because I don't know them. So I'm, you know, I'm a preconceived when I meet them, and things like this or what have you. But I felt a real, genuine, an uh, amazing connection because of that I was like okay so this is something totally different and so this time in Las Vegas when we had sex it was so intimate I couldn't even explain it it was just like you just felt something totally different it was like okay yeah (laughs) yeah you hear me yeah yeah Not, not, not only you hear me but you know me (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that was it. That was it. That's it. That was it for me. Um, 
this is the first person that I have lived with in all my relationships that I've been with. I've had uh, about 12 lovers in my whole entire lifetime since I was 18. I'm <laughs> 48 now. Um, this is the first person that I've lived with. This was after uh, uh, us being together for about 40, four and a half years or what have you. He moved in um, a little over two years ago and I was scared shitless because I was like, okay, this is a good relationship and I don't want him to move in and we start hating each other. But it made us closer. And again, that was another thing that just kind of threw me. I was like, okay, what's really going on? And so I often sometimes say that um, God knows what you need when you need it and things like that. And although my mother was never not in her right frame of mind when he came along in my life, I really feel that my mom is the one who sent this guy to me. Mm. And he's my actual soulmate. So six and a half wonderful years later, here we are. Love it. I love that. I I have not experienced that in my life, and so I I have short-lived uh, uh, dating experiences. I can actually talk about that because I've learned some things from those experiences. Uh, but it's kind of inspiring to know that you can actually, you know, you know, you could you can still find people in, in conventional, unconventional ways, and it's just it doesn't matter if you meet them. You just, you know, when that per- that person like sometimes the universe conspires to make something so make something uh, materialize. So when it's, you know, that person, I believe in people, uh, you don't find that person, that person finds you. And so I totally believe in that. And, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of went to that same, that, that same thing with um, my dating life was not in that kind of way. Like my first, my first boyfriend was, it lasted for six months and he cheated on me the whole time. <clears throat> and then, um, the second, the second boyfriend. Oh, well, the first boyfriend. He uh, he didn't cheat on me. He he actually did. He first, the first one cheated on me, and then the second one cheated on me. And, and then I stayed single for uh, seventeen years. Damn. I didn't date. Was that because you were afraid to be cheated on? I was. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like I was worth it. I didn't feel worth, <laughs> worthy of worth uh, of. Of being wanted and desiring that way, I thought I thought it was I thought dating was lost on me. I thought no one would want me that way, so I just kind of gave up on that. And I kind of I kind of put my energy towards my work. And you know, when people say, "Oh, when you least expect it," it's kind of like, "Well, I never expected it for, uh, for 17 years, and it never ever came." And so I just ignored it. And then uh, one day, uh, this is recent, when I met Manuel, um, we, we met on Scruff, and. Um, he told me exactly what he wanted, what, what, what he what he stood right off the bat. I, I was like, okay, because I was like, oh, you're hot. I want to, like, let's hook up. And he was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, um, okay. So <laughs> what did he, <laughs> he was like, not not tonight, not tomorrow. That ain't happening. He's like, so do you want to actually go out for an actual date? And I was like, um, okay, sure. <laughs> and we met for coffee. And we end up having really great conversation. He has a, 
a groundness to him that like he just gravitates people to him like he's such a well-rounded man and the way he talks he talks with great authority and he he's um a very interesting precarious guy um uh, he doesn't follow the scenes i've never seen him on, online barely he doesn't go out and do all the crazy stuff he doesn't go out to pride or anything like that that's not his, it's just not his thing and so I never, I never would have ever met him because I, it, I, I would have thought I met, you know, meet this person. We started dating, uh, you know, like we never had sex until like the third date. And with him, uh, with, uh, and um, we, we just connected uh, mentally. And remember I told you guys about me being uh, a staple sexuals, uh, you know, being connected to people in, uh, uh, intel- uh, intellectually. That's what it was to- I just really like connecting with talking to him, having a conversation. Someone who heard me, who was willing to spend time and space with me and and learn who I am, just it it delighted me. It, it like it was refreshing. It felt amazing to be wanted in that way, and not just for you know just for a one night stand. So it was refreshing. So it, it uh, in a way it made sex that much more special between him and I. It was very connected. It was very intense, super intense. Like I, I'll be very honest with you. Like the second time we ever had sex, I cried. I like I ugly cried. It was very intense. Like I've never had a man make me cry like that before, and he made me cry. He was just. It was just the way we connected was so strong, and he just under he under he, he we understand each other, and and so he. The way he is with me is uh, he challenges me in, uh, in a way like there was I before I met him, I had no idea that I had I had a bipolar uh, a depression, nor did I have ADHD until I met him. He challenged me in a way where I'm like, oh, like he said something that jarred me where I was like, oh, my God, did I do that? I didn't know I did that. He's like, yeah, you do A, B and C. And that's not OK. And I was like, whoa. I am. I went to a doctor immediately, and I was like, "I do not want to lose this man over something that I'm doing wrong that I didn't know I was doing." And I got I got diagnosed and found out that I had uh, I had bipolar depression and I need to be medicated. And I learned that I was ADHD and I had to get medicated. And that's the reason why I reacted to him in certain ways because it was my it was my triggers. Like I've been single for so long that I haven't had a man that close to me to uh, to push my buttons in a way where it made me react in a way that I just didn't know I would. And so, you know, he was willing to face face my truth, which was something I never felt before. For a man to actually help me face a, a hard truth and stick with me through it. And still want me, you know, uh, beyond that, to know that you know, to know that I'm not perfect, but and still liked me being imperfect, was was something that I learned that I was worthy of. And um, even though we, we we we're not dating now, he wasn't ready. It wasn't because we we didn't we broke up because we didn't um, we didn't like each other or he did this or whatever whatever whatever. Never there was no drama between us. We he. He he uh, he got into a relationship with me very soon after he broke up with his last boyfriend, and he wasn't just he wasn't ready. So you know he's you know we you know we we talked about it, and we still we still you know keep in touch, and we still go out together. We still go see movies together. We still have sex. We you know we we but he 
really, I don't think that I would ever forget him because I learned so much from him and I learned that I was able to be open enough to receive this kind of love and affection and that I was worthy of it. So are you guys not, you're, you're, are you dating or are you guys just friends or what, just, do, what do you guys define it as? Friends of benefits. We just friends of benefits. Like we, we, like we, like I asked him, he's like, if I, if I was ever to be ready to date again, he's like, I will come back to you in a heartbeat. Uh, but you know, I'm not going to wait for him. I'm not going to wait forever. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still keep myself open to meeting the right person for me. I don't, I don't think there's there, there's the one. I think there's there's several connections that you can make with a person and be that one for you. So I'm hoping I'm, I keep myself open and I'm I'm now before I was very uh, passive and very um, um, pessimistic about it. Now I'm very optimistic about dating now. Like I know that I'm capable of being dated uh, to dating and, and you know meeting extraordinarily great men because man Mel is extraordinarily great guy hmm he really is so what, what was it I mean if you, if you can share it with us what was it that he the reason why he's not ready because to me it sounds like you guys are still dating you know it doesn't sound uh, like it's, it's over he said he's not ready to be in a relationship so what was the reason why he wasn't ready to be in a relationship his, his last boyfriend did some it was, it was tumultuous it was traumatic experience for him and he's just very timid on entering a new relationship because he doesn't want to repeat anything that he may or may not have done because he because he thought he did he he didn't he did something wrong in the relationship and he faulted himself for it. And I think that he still is in a place where his life where he doesn't know if he's you know, if he's ready to go back down that road again. So I'm 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 willing to meet him where he's at and and, and hopefully, you know, we 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 continue to connect with each other, and maybe whenever he's ready, and if, if we're in the same place with each other, then we'll connect. But you know, I'm not going to push him. I'm not going to pressure him. I respect him in his decision. I I love him very much. Okay. Yeah. I know that we love each other very much. I just I just know that he's just not in the place where he he can commit to me the way he wants to commit to me. And somebody else is mad because you ain't committing to them. You didn't feed him? No, it's because I'm sitting here talking on the phone and she wants to be paid attention to. And, uh, and, and uh, she wants to go walking outside, but the heifer, the heifer don't need to go outside. She just wants to go walking. Aww. It's her new game now. Make That's some noise. Go outside walking because she wants to go outside. Mm. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. Not today. no heifer. Not it ain't gonna work. Try a new one. So, uh, Christopher. Yes. Now you say you're 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 uh 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 oh no well I I guess you could say happily single. I am. Let me think on that for a minute. <laughs> um, well, I guess it would have to be that. Uh, yeah, I am happy. So I'm happy. Let me say that. Yeah, I am happy. So I am. I'm happily 
but I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm single. I think I'm in something complicated. <laughs> okay, so is there somebody in your life or is there not somebody in your life? So what has transpired over the past um, week or two? Um, I've started talking back with my ex. And so that has kind of been going in a, I don't know what direction it's going in. I'm just going with the flow and see what happens. Because y'all know me, I, I live I live the greatest single life there is. And I live, I live, I live life to the best of my abilities, and I don't let no grass grow up under my feet. Mm. But for me, dating is it's 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 it's, it's um. Sometimes I feel it's a hindrance. That water must be good. I heard it all. <laughs> heard it all. That was that good one. It sure was. <laughs> and I, the, the the reason that I say dating is a hindrance for me is that it's very hard to find someone who is compatible with the direction that my life is in. And one of the definite prerequisites. You must be a wine drinker. You must be into wine. Okay, definitely, because that's a major part in your life. That's a major part of my life, and it's not that it's, it's not only that it's a major part; it's a part of my business is how I supplement my income. So you have to be that, and I need somebody that also has their own life, Ooh. and that's very hard to find because. I can't have somebody up under me every five minutes. Nor do I want you at, at the house waiting on me to get there and <laughs> you ain't doing that. Uh-uh. uh-uh. That don't work. It don't, that don't work, work for me. And that scares the living daylights out of me when people are like that. Right. Don't try to attach to what I'm doing. You need to have your own plan and we need to make our calendars work. Right. But if I have to constantly, and that's that's one of the things that I say too, dating for me, and it never happens with the local guys. The guys that I date, they're long distance, they have the ability to make some of the best dates of life because there's thought and planning into it because you're meeting at a, a certain place, so you got to maximize all of your time. But mm-hmm. when you have somebody local, they don't put any imagination into the date itself. And it's usually because they haven't seen it. So they don't know how to do so. But ladies and gentlemen out there, let me tell you, there there are plenty of ways to make the perfect date. Stop taking somebody to the Olive Garden. Don't you, don't you come take me to no goddamn Olive Garden. You, you will get your feelings hurt. Oh, my. You, you don't know, do the garden. I do the, the garden with my friends. But don't you take me somewhere where I got to stand 45 minutes to get a seat. Uh -uh. You better find a bistro, a little cafe somewhere, 
or you better have a reservation somewhere where we're going in. If it say we at nine at nine on one, we sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Because forty five minutes of standing waiting to get a table, I'm gonna be annoyed. Manuel was all was very a bit stiff up for that. Every, yeah. every time we went somewhere, it was reservations. Exactly. That and is if it a was must. Time, he was gonna lose his shit. It is a must. It, it it's not a play thing because if you're dealing with somebody who they both have busy schedules, you need to be able to maximize your time. And I don't want to maximize my time trying to have a conversation with you when people are walking next to you, you're sitting down, you're standing up, you're sitting down. It's a constant flow and it just throws off because the flow is everybody's moving. Moving, 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 moving. And nobody's sitting still in one place. And I feel like I'm on a damn uh, merry-go-round. Well, that's why you have upper-scale restaurants to have a, a, a proper date at. <laughs> and oh, then you have family restaurants. Okay, so well, you're saying, don't take, don't take me to a family restaurant. No. <laughs> we ain't a family yet. We ain't a family. I want right. no family restaurant. I want a restaurant where ain't no kids allowed. I don't want to hear no babies. Mm-mm. Take me somewhere where adults live. <laughs> where adults rule and reign. Yes. Right. I don't want to go to Fairyland. <laughs> and so after the experience of dating the pastor and almost picking up and uprooting my life and moving to... Um, to be with him and that whole experience it kind of left me where dating was not something that I wanted to do especially and I and I won't call him a bastard this time I think I, I think I've, I've I've moved on I, I, I will say he broke up with me on my birthday so he won't be a bastard this time that shows growth. Congratulations. Yes. yes. You, you have evolved because I still would have called him all kind of expletives. Yeah. You break up with me on my birthday? Oh, hell no. Yeah, but you know what, Fernando? I mean, after a while, it's like, I don't know. That, that, that person yeah. moved on. Yeah, you, just, you, have to, you have to forget. You have to just let it go. That's what the hell they do. So it's like they ain't even thought about it. No. And he ended up with a troll, so I still win because the boy he with is ugly. Of course. So I'm winning. <laughs> There's your victory right there. <laughs> There's the victory, honey. There's the victory. I got the victory. Sweet victory. Yeah, exactly. But that left me with a bad taste in my mouth for dating for a while. I can understand. And I just continue to, but, but the thing about what people don't understand about me and people get mad when I say this. So if anybody's listening and you decide to inbox me about this, I have talked about this over and over again. My mother and I have a different type of a relationship. When your mother puts you out, when you are a child, I was 16 when my mother put me out. There is nothing that anybody out here can do to me that is just going to leave me more scarred than that has ever left me. So if you if, if I break up with you, you cheat with me, I'm still going to move on. So don't think that you have crushed me. 
It may have hurt at that moment and it may have stunned at that moment. But trust God, I'm moving on. All right. Right. Nobody can give the kind of hurt. And I and I mean I was hurt by you by him breaking up with me on my birthday. I was I was I was really hurt. But I had no choice but to pick up and move on. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's life. So dating, I'm all right. And I and I was saying something to somebody today about oh, it was on Twitter that I was responding to somebody on Twitter. I said, you know, people when you're you get rejected by so many people. You try to talk to somebody and you start with a general conversation and here's they here's their responses. Uh I'm looking for somebody who's generous. Uh, oh, I'm single. Uh, I just got out of a, a long-term relationship. I'm trying to be by myself. I'm just working on me. I just want somebody I can fuck with. Um, right. Do you smoke weed? Heard all those. Um, I don't have transportation. <laughs> well, you gonna stay right? You gonna stay your ass right there then? Hello. Do you not know Uber? I was I just about to say, in these days and times, you got a lift on Uber. That's your transportation. So right. you shouldn't even say those words. I don't know. I don't have transportation. Uh-uh. You always have transportation. Hello? I don't have like a 24 hours a day. I don't have a job. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, well, that's your fault. So when you constantly hearing that, it helps you get to Who a Who are you pick- talking to, baby? This is what you, <laughs> this is what you find on the maps, baby. Dude, you be hitting the wrong buttons. <laughs> this is what's in my inbox, and so let me Shit. say this too to the people that are sitting at home: just because you have seen my handsome face on YouTube, does not mean that I am looking for you to be in my inbox to start asking me. First out, the real question that really gets me is when you say, where am I from? Baby, I live in California. I say it enough. And if I'm in Napa Valley all the time, you got to know I live in goddamn California. Right. So stop asking me in my inbox. And I am open to meeting somebody. But trust me, it's going to be on my terms. Not yours. And so that leads back to why I am at the situation that I went back and started conversing with one of my exes. And so because I get bored with trying to cultivate something with somebody new. So you go with what's familiar. I go with what's familiar. I start all over and go with what's familiar. And that seems to work for the interim for for a period of time. But somehow, why you broke up with the person? Right. Well, this ex is told. This ex is totally different. Okay, be a brand new, minty, fresh one. This ex, the we broke up over twenty years ago. Okay. Oh. So time has passed. Time has passed, and our reason of breaking up was he had just. So let me give the backstory on that. Um, my little brother 
May he rest in peace, the great Robert Weaver. Yes. Met this young man at the beach party in Los Angeles. <laughs> and they had seen each other a couple of times at the beach party. And it was my brother, my other god brother, and Lamone. And he rest in peace too. So they were all there and they invited the young man and his friends to come here to the Bay Area. Well, mm -hmm. they came. The the young man's friends didn't like the Bay Area. And so they're like, we're going back. So they went back immediately. He ended up staying. And so he stayed here for the weekend. My brother brought him by my house. And I was like, oh, my God, this boy is just handsome. But what I didn't know is that he was just finding himself at that time. He had he had just got the key and opened the door. So after he was here for the weekend, we had a great time. We hung out, everything. And my brother was like, this is the one for you. You need to be with me. Well, he decided to move here. And once he moved here, that's when your eyes open. And this is the day of the great cables. And you just, as I tell them... I'm club royalty. So I'm I'm a different breed of the typical club people. I was at the club and everybody knew who I was because my father's lover owned the club down the street. So I came in on a different level. And so while most were sitting there, I'm not paying for drinks. Somebody's buying my drink or the bartender is covering my bill. So this is what he saw. And he got that type of experience. And then he got to meet everybody. And once he started meeting everybody in this Bay Area and never being out, it, you can't stand a relationship. It's not going to work. Right. Your, your, your nose is open. Your nose is open so wide. And everything, everything is brand new. Everything hmm. is brand new. And that's exactly what happened. And we didn't break up on bad terms. It's just we transitioned away from each other. So per perhaps you, there was some growing that happened between that uh, that time and now. There is a lot of oh there has been a <laughs> yeah. lot of growth. He, There's been a lot of growing. There's been a lot of heartache between the two. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And so he he explained everything. He apologized for everything. And he's like, I want to make this right. And the you know that that word that just stands out is when you just tell me that we would have been so much further along had I stayed with you. Mm. And you know, it's the truth. We would have a. We probably would be in a house by now. Hell, y'all, y'all be on twenty-two years. <laughs> exactly. Uh -huh. So, I'm willing to give this a chance and see where it goes. I'm willing. I'm not. Like I say, I can make it being single. Most people can't. I can do it. So I'm good with it. I can be single so well, but. There are those times that you know, it, you you we all get lonely, and we all would love to have somebody there, 
But like I say, for me, dating is just when you have to hear all of that stuff, you just get like, why am I doing this? Why am mm-hmm. I? And what really gets me in this day and age, and I'm going to say this, and the people, y'all can be mad, y'all can inbox us at the fellas point of view at gmail.com. Ah, I'm going to say this. I'm so sick of, oh, Lord, please don't, they're going to be mad at me, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm sick of ugly people who have no, no, no nothing cute, having the audacity <laughs> having the audacity to when you e- you're in my inbox and I tell you that I'm not generous that you start talking crazy to me. Mm. That's why I block you. That's why you never get no responses. And that's why I usually I stop the conversation. You keep sending messages and I don't say anything else. Look. I hate to say I'm flattered. Thank you so much, but it's not a match. Baby, that don't work with these boys no more. And then, and then I have every once in a while I get some ignorance ones, and I have to go back and repeat what I just said. And I was like, I'm so sorry that you feel that way, uh, but I'm not feeling you, and that's and and it's okay. We don't we, we all like we like I like what I like, and you can't be you can't get mad at me for what I like. Yeah, like, baby, like, that don't work no more. Well, I you know I leave it right there, honey. And if you ain't gonna like it, I block your ass. And and you can you can keep your ass wherever wherever you want to be, but you ain't gonna be in my face. And see, fortunately for me, and it, maybe it's maybe it's a good and maybe it's a bad thing. I don't do a lot of gay functions. I'm not at a lot of gay events. So every now and then, when I run into a function where there are a lot of same gender loving men and people that have been in my inbox, maybe I can feel the torch on the back of my neck when they're staring me down. <laughs> Not me. I enjoy it. I was like, baby, you keep me warm in my Baby. You can stare me down all you want to, baby. I hope you burn a hole in it. I feel mm. the torch. I feel it. I'm and to, you can put a tiki light over me, honey. I don't care. You get be, <laughs> you go just be mad. Just be mad all day long. I don't give a damn. Like I live in the I live in the words of Chris Jenner. You talking about me. I'm not talking about you. You think exactly. about me. I never thought about you. I never thought about you. Never. You thinking about me. I never thought about you. And then another issue for me, I think I'm time warped. As far as you're living in what, the 90s, honey? Or? Baby, yeah. I'm, still in, I'm still in the 90s. Okay. I'm in the time where people were Zeke more Reaches for still in style? Z Cavaricis, yes they were, yes they were, because I fit them, I fit them perfectly, honey. Yes, I did. I wore the hell out of them. Yes, I look sexy in them. Yes, <laughs> but I'm just in a time where, at least they did try to date, because they everybody just want to fuck now. That's all they want to do. They want to fuck. Well, now. you know, I think that it's a different kind of breed because I see a lot of young people here that are dating. And they uh, and and, and they, they, there's still something to be said about people. Like I think that uh, what people uh, people want people are wanting to connect more. I think that uh, California is just the exception because we're such a transient place that we have we have a very big hookup culture in California. Woo! Yes, we do. 
We are number one on the, on the list of most um, 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 uh, biggest uh, hookup culture in the United States. We're number one. Um, and number three is New York. Um, but but anyway. Well, what's number two, honey? What's number two? Los Angeles. Oh. Okay. Yeah. San Francisco's number one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's although LA is starting to catch up, but shit, yeah. But it's it, but but the thing is that but the young the young demographics are, st- are are actually because they're having less sex, they're actually having more relationship connections. So it is swaying the other way, where they, like where people are people are finding re- people reading books attractive. You know, uh, you know there is a big co- hookup culture there, but there is another side of the pendulum too, that th- there's a big culture out there that's still that's. That's looking for connectivity and looking for that old-fashioned kind of, you know, kind of romance. And I see these young kids holding hands and whatnot. I think it's so cute and daring to watch them do down the streets. That, well, that's why I like living in a city because I get to see all this and just kind of ask them questions. Sometimes I ask couples the questions in the Uber, and I'm like, I love that. I love that. I love to hear the answers and the interactions, and because it's like it gives me hope. That I'm like, you know, one day I'll experience this because I because most of my friends are married you know they already have they have spouses already I like I told you guys I went to that wedding in Cozumel and then every person there was married or had a had a boyfriend I was the only single person there and so I felt a little slighted I was like yeah I, I, you know I mean I don't mind being single but I but I'm getting towards my a, an age in my life where I, I want more and so and now I'm stop, I, I'm not making apologies for it anymore. I used to apologize for it, like, oh yeah, well I know I I'm sorry for feeling that way, but I'm not sorry. I know what I want, and and you know, I want that person. I want somebody to, uh, to, that I can come home to and 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 be an asshole too. Oh, uh, uh-uh. no, that's the problem right there. In the makeup, like I love you, baby, but I'm gonna throw my heel at you if you don't shut the fuck up. Oh lord. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about Andre. How old is Andre? How old is Andre? Mm-hmm. Andre is 43. And where does he live? He lives in the city. So we're going to go back to the old days of the 90s. We'll match make. I'll go out with him. <laughs> he, he, he has a very ferocious sexual appetite. Oh, Lord. Oh, but, Lord. But, but... I think, but he. Can we just start with coffee? God damn it! But he's one of those guys that will start with coffee. I'm just, I was about to say that. Like he's one of those guys that will start with coffee, and like he he has really good conversation. Like he's a really good conversationalist. He's very comfortable in his skin, and just having really good, well thought out conversations. We talk a lot, and he's he's a good conversationalist. Okay, y'all heard it here on the fellas' point of view. I'm open to dating, but let me let. So I, I'm open to dating because even though I have a ring on my finger because I got ghosted, I am not engaged anymore, people. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get a parting gift. So why are you still wearing it? Yeah, yeah, I keep that parting gift. I would not give up a parting gift. I got a parting gift, so I'm gonna wear it because it's cute. Yep, don't blame you. And so I didn't know what a parting gift was, but I was talking to one of the females in my group the other day, and she was saying that the guy that she had been dating all this time, when he was getting ready to break it off, he took her to, uh, what's the, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the appliance store here? Oh, 
Ace. Huh? Is it Ace? No, the appliance. The um the uh the high the high end kitchen store of uh, oh, Best Buy. Uh, kitchen. Um oh, oh Lord. It's a store in Lamont, they have it in LA too. It's bougie. Um IKEA? No, I said it's bougie. <laughs> <laughs> bougie. Um and they do cooking oh, classes. Oh, there. oh, Sir oh, oh about, um, Sir oh my god. Sir Latav. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's at the Grove. Damn. Um it's called Sir Latav. Oh, okay. If I'm saying it. Oh, right. I'm thinking something else. Okay. <laughs> so um he took her there and as he was saying his goodbyes to her, he bought her a mixer, a food mixer, a high-end food mixer with all the accessories. As a oh. parting gift? And that was her parting gift. That's how they That's how they broke away. So, I got a ring. Okay. Well, I'll take that. And if that's how the straight people are doing it, I guess that I'm going to have to accept it in my life, too. That I got a, I got a ring as a parting gift. So that's where it is. And now I had another ring for that finger anyway, but this one looks kind of cute. So every, you know, it just looks cute. And when you accessorize with it on the weekends and stuff like that. And it keeps the, it keeps the scary people away too. Oh, God. Of course it does. Because there are some scary people out there that I don't want to be bothered with. No, honey, I've been single for so damn long. I'm trying not to, I'm not to scare back nobody. <laughs> I can't. Uh oh. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to exhale. You trying to exhale? Okay. Inhale. <laughs> okay, Whitney. <laughs> Mama, stop calling my phone. I know he a good man. Uh, that would be me. <laughs> that was a good in man. My ass. Do you that hear me? trying to get you to understand people that are listening. There are so many variations of dating. What yes. works for one may not work for you. What works for 10 may not work for you. But you have to chart out the path and the route of your dating life for you and get it to where you want to be. But one of those ways of doing that, you have to be honest. You have to be open. You cannot play games with people's hearts. That is not cool. It's really not cool. Because you won't end up like Lamont in a wonderful relationship if you're out here lying. Lamont was open and told the truth. Lying will get you into uh, where somebody's trying to stab you. So, Put your tires on flat. What? Put your tires on flat, bust your windows, key your car. And throw pain at you when you come out of your job. So, work out your own direction 
and be in tune with who you are. Get to know who you are. Find out who you are as a person. And then you can open up to somebody else. Because if you don't know who you are, you screwed already off the bat. Yes. Right. And yes, you are. You have to also have that piece that our Fernando is our, he's our guru, baby. He's our guru. You need to know who you are sexually. Yeah, because then you can, you can, you, you, you're able to will, to know what you're willing to uh, will and will not accept in your life. You know, right. It's okay. It's okay to walk away and say, you know, we're not sexually compatible, boo. It's okay, but do not go back and like, oh yeah, he could just love me for me. Fuck that, because that's the same person gonna fuck around with you behind your back. You heard it. Fuck, fuck that uh, love me for me bullshit. Right. Love your. Well, I need them to. I need them to love me for me because there's a lot of me to love right now. Love, love yourself <laughs> more than that. Like you say, you know what? I love myself more than that. Uh, no. I'm just a little fluffy right now. Just a little fluffy. Honey, there's a man who wants you just where you at. But I'm about to get on this diet. I'm about to be like every other woman in the world. I'm about to get on a diet. I'm dieting. Oh, I'm going to start this cleanse. I'm going to start this cleanse. I know this one is going to work. I promise you this one is going to work. Baby, at this wonderful age of life, I know that I look fabulous. And if you don't like it, the hell with you. I'm 36 years old with gray hair and a a gut. And I still find myself very sexy. I still get it when I want it, when I need it, and have more of it. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with all that. You know, like, I I, I don't look how bad I got some nice muscles. My tits look good. There they are. You know, my arm, my arm's not. Believe somebody's gonna lick on them. God damn it! Like, hell yeah, lick it, my arm's lick not that bad. Lick it, lick it. I'm great in bed. There it is. Lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it. If you hell yeah. love yourself, love somebody else. Hell. <laughs> hell yeah! I was like, dude, you could, like you could pass me up if you want to, but that's somebody else is gonna love this right. You better know it. Yep. Give it to me right, or don't give it to me at all. For which you don't want someone else to want it even that much more. So y'all know at the fellas' point of view, y'all don't never know where we're going. That's why you always have to listen. And that's why you have to share the podcast. You have to tell a friend. You have to do all those great things. And we are always open to receive email from you at the fellas point of view at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We would love for you to rate this show at an amazing five on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. All of that good stuff. Negative stuff. Why leave something negative? Only person that's negative is you because we've been positive the whole time. Lamont, tell them how to reach you. Of course, as always, it's LB Blaze 4245 at all your social media and LB Blaze 4245 at yahoo.com. You can email me. That's going on Look for Grown Folks Entertainment coming this fall. And uh, yeah, that, that's me. Fernando, you can reach me at OKNando on Instagram, and you can find me on Facebook, which is Fernando.Senegal. And you can also uh, find my products, which is Rocket Products, which is R O K I T products on Instagram. 
And of course, you can find the amazing, incomparable Christopher Terrence Jones. I'm trending right now on Disney. If you hashtag, ye shall find me at Disney Fight right now. So you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. I'm all Christopher Terrence Jones, as well as Mr. Chris T. Jones on Instagram and Mr. Chris T. Jones Show, S-H-O-W, on Instagram. Should we end on that? Should we talk about, I know everybody has seen the, the, the melee that has happened at the, the world famous Disneyland. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll save that for next week because I'm going to investigate that. I, I'm going to actually get in touch with the, uh, one of the girls because I knew one of them. Ooh, <laughs> so there's more to the story. So you got to tune in, kids. So y'all come back next week because we're going to have more to that story and you can go over to YouTube right now and check out my current video. It is trending right now. Christopher Terrence Jones and Thank you for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Share love this podcast. You. Yes. And as always, we out. Out. Peace. Peace. Peace.